to the Hope is Powerful podcast. My name is Karen Sebastian Worth, affectionately known as the Hope Lady, and I'm here to share with you a hope infusion. I know you may be in a dark place right now, but you will get through it. You can go from rock bottom to the mountaintop. Let's start taking steps towards that today. This is Karen Sebastian Worth, affectionately known as the Hope Lady, and I am in a series called The ABCs of Self-Care for Caregivers. If you go back and listen to my first podcast, as I launched Hope is Powerful podcast, you will realize that I truly have some credentials as a caregiver for over 35 years. And what I learned in this topic we're going to be covering today is that the power of laughter is immense. And many of you that are in a caregiving situation are finding it very difficult to laugh. So the letter L, learn to laugh. Our scripture for today is found in Psalm 126 too. We were filled with laughter and we sang for joy. And the other nations said, what amazing things the Lord has done for them. Yes, the Lord has done amazing things for us. What joy. Now, what I love about this scripture is that it says, we laughed a little bit. He, he, ha, ha. No, it says we were filled with laughter. After my late husband moved to heaven, one of the most difficult calls was to the his doctor's office as he had made that transition to heaven from home and I needed to get his death certificate. As I called that number, I can remember the tears beginning to just gather in my throat and I was afraid that when the really kind nurse that had served us for so many years got on the line that I was just gonna boo-hoo. So I was preparing myself And yet I knew I needed to do this. So the day after my husband had transitioned and was in heaven, I was talking to this nurse. She said something so astounding to me because she said, you know, Mrs. Sebastian, we always looked forward to your coming. And I said, really? Tell me more. And she said, well, it was very obvious that you and your husband were very much in love. The thing that made us most enjoy you coming was that you were so positive and laughed at yourself all the time. And when I went back in my memory, I was remembering trying to navigate the wheelchair and open the double doors and making funny comments about it. Bill doing a thumbs up and encouraging me in every step of the way. And then the other part was that, for example, when the home health nurse would come, she was a beautiful, beautiful lady from from Africa. He would twirl her around, or he would hold his hand up and she would twirl around. As I said goodbye to her the last time that she came to serve him, I followed her out to her car and I said, he's really not doing well, is he? And she said, no, he's not. She said, I wanted to tell you something that I rarely say because it's so uncommon, but I look forward to coming to your house. It is a place of peace, and most of all, it is a place of laughter. By the grace of God, I learned that laughter was a gift I was giving myself and everyone around me. As I began to take myself less seriously as a caregiver and more just let's be in the moment 
I was able to change my perspective and I made a strong decision to find humor in every situation. So let's start with that first step. Self-care for you. If you're a caregiver, number one, choose to laugh. I can hear the wheels turning in your mind and you're going, I have nothing to laugh at. It's a horrible situation. In fact, if anyone will listen, I will fill their ear nonstop about how awful this is. I understand. I've been there. And yet, look for the humor. So as you choose to laugh, it's not much different than choosing to smile. Did you just hear my smile in my voice? Stand up straight and smile. I discovered the only kind of yoga I've ever done. It was called laughter yoga. And basically what it is, is that a group of people gather in the park and the leader makes a laughing lion face. Now, what that looks like is your mouth open, your tongue out, and it is hilarious. And everyone starts to laugh and you knew it. Laughter is contagious. See, it's simple. You basically decide that you are choosing to laugh not at people, not cynically. You are just choosing to laugh because you need it. <laughs> in a very difficult time in my life, I would do that with our youngest as I would take him to school. We would get to laughing so hard that about a block away from the school, he would say, Mom, okay, stop it. It's not cool. You know, you, we, what we're doing is not cool with my friends at school. And so it was hard to stop but this works. Keep it simple. You want to just learn to laugh. So your assignment for this week, I want you to, to start making a list of the worst things that happened this week. You're like, what? I thought this was about laughter. Well, make a list of the toughest things that happened this week and how in the midst of that, you could have chosen to laugh. And then what was the funniest thing that happened this week? What brought you joy? What are you grateful for? And choose to laugh in the middle of those messy, mundane details. Number two, discover life's funniest stories. I want you to begin to ask the people that you care for, some of the funniest stories in their lives. It could be something like, tell me about a time you were embarrassed. What happened in high school? What's one of the funniest things your friends said? What was the funniest thing that happened at, in your wedding or your honeymoon or your early years of marriage or last year? It doesn't matter, but get them talking, record it. If they'll let you do a video of it. Now that we have cell phones, we can get so many more videos. I wish that I had done this more with my parents and with Bill. At Bill's celebration of life, his best friend from college told a story that Bill had sworn him to secrecy that literally had said, you can never tell this story until I'm dead. And we were all rolling on the floor. I mean, it it was, it made that celebration so unique. It made it so special. Here was something that Bill had made 
Don swear to secrecy that he would never tell me. And it was just so funny. This is your assignment. Discover life's funniest stories. Ask lots of questions and get others to share their stories. Just keep these in the family memory bank. Create stories around it. Create a book around it. I'll tell you one of our funniest stories. Since Bill was on a ventilator and could not get up to let anyone in the door, one time when I was doing some errands, our oldest daughter came over to spend some time with him and discovered she didn't have her key. He couldn't get up to let her in. And so she sat on the porch yelling to her dad. He was texting her back and they carried on this conversation that way. And every time we picture that, it brings chuckles and we remember that so much. So your assignment is to write down as many stories as you can remember or they can remember. If you are a caregiver for someone with dementia, you're in for a good ride. Let me tell you why. Often what can begin to happen in dementia, it's short-term memory loss, but those older memories become stronger and more vivid. And that's when I found out all kinds of things about my mom that she had never told me, but I had to ask the questions. And it was so worthwhile. Number three, seek the humor in every situation. As a professional speaker, I have a book of stories. And I learned early on that the power of a story pulls an audience in. So every day, I would write down a story. It could be about the weather. It could be about the traffic. It could be about participants in a training. It could be about any number of things, but it was a matter of telling that story. But the story comes from humor. And I loved that last night we listened to Michael Jr. He is a wonderful comedian. And he talks about the setup. And then what's the punchline? And for so many of us, you are in the middle of the setup. It can You can feel like you're being set up for failure. And I'm here to tell you that God is setting you up for success. He is wanting for you to actually thrive in the midst of this. And humor is going to come in there. Remember when I talked about becoming the thermostat? Basically, it's a commitment. This is a commitment to seek the humor in everything you do. And this is when I learned to laugh at myself. And in the days when I first started traveling, I'm going to date myself. I did not have GPS and I would always get lost. I mean, it was inevitable. In fact, someone said, why don't you go the opposite of what you think you should? Because my internal compass doesn't work. And in that process, I would end up with the giggles. I would end up laughing because I learned to laugh at myself. When you're reliving embarrassing moments, your ability to laugh at yourself is priceless. Practice sincere laughter every day because a good laugh benefits you physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I want you to take this these assignments to heart. Choose to laugh. That's where you just basically smile. And then like in yoga laughter, look it up. You'll, you can see you begin to force somewhat of a fake laugh. I've gotten really good at this. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, I don't know. Could you tell that was fake? It was going into the genuine. Choose to laugh. Number two, discover life's funniest stories. That was one of the keys that my parents' generation did so well. They were in ministry their entire lives. And I remember that they would sit with fellow ministers after services and just rehash the funny stories of camp and of ministry. And just everyone would just, oh, I mean, just hoot and holler with laughter. And the third one is seek humor in every situation. You can find a humorous side and record that story. Make that commitment. I would love to pray with you. Thank you, Lord, that you have given us the gift of laughter. I thank you for allowing me to see the glimpses of humor in the mundane and everyday challenges that I face. Thank you that during that time of caregiving, that you gave me a special gift of laughter. Just like that scripture says that I was filled with laughter. I pray that in the name of Jesus, my listeners can find openness in their heart to forgive how they ended up here and to trust that you're going to fill them with laughter and that they can sing for joy because that's what's there. Thank you, Lord, that as we lift our eyes from the problems and allow you to fill us with laughter, then that's when we begin to see your purpose and your plan in everything. Thank you that I can choose to sing for joy as I look for the blessings even hidden in the day-to-day and the, the heavy burden that I care in, in being a caregiver. Thank you, Lord, that we can honor these difficult days because they are times to grow. And thank you that we can smile in the face of it all. We can laugh in the face of it all as we look to you, author and finisher of our faith. You have not put us in these places to fail. You have put us in these places to teach us to choose to laugh. You are teaching us to discover funny stories, and you're teaching us to seek humor in every situation. Thank you, Lord. I pray this all in the name of Jesus. I wanted to make sure to share with you in the show notes, you'll be able to see links to all the letters so far. We're going to go all the way through Z, and then we're going to be creating an ebook. So something for you to look forward to. Thank you for being a part of this community. Please, in the comments, please let us know how we can help you. I would love to help you. DM me on Instagram. That is Hope is Powerful Podcast. And become a part of the Hope is Powerful community on Facebook. Looking forward to talking to you again next time. And remember to laugh. Thanks so much for listening to the Hope is Powerful Podcast. Subscribe now and join our Facebook group, The Power of Hope, for more hope infusions. Until next time, keep looking up for hope rays.